Two, two, one. I think it's time that we start the conversation to silence the shame. Silence the shame. Si- silence the shame. Silence is the difference between treatment or pain, life or death. Silence the shame. Speak up now and silence. 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 Silence the shame. Welcome back, y'all, to another Silence the Shame podcast. It's your girl, Life, and I'm super excited about our guest today, Mr. Archie Clay. Archie. What's up? How are you? I'm blessed. That is awesome. So, Archie, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. You have a company called Brain Love, and we're here silencing the shame on this podcast. Tell us a little bit about Brain Love. Are you loving your brain? Are you wanting us to love our brain? Like, tell us a little bit about Brain Love. Uh, so, Brain Love essentially just kind of like drop right into it. Brain Love is um, it's a luxury apparel and accessories company with a focus on. Changing the narrative around mental health. Okay. Right. So us, we realize that fashion can be sometimes uh, not focused on community. Mm-hmm. Right. And we believe that fashion is always evolving. Right. right? And we believe that our customers and people around us should evolve. Right. Um, but we also believe that the faith and having that alignment to faith and understanding that regardless of what you got going on in life, you got to have faith. Mm-hmm. But from faith comes mindset. From mindset comes change. Right. right. So for us, it's merging both lenses, essentially. Right. We're merging high-end pieces, but we're also merging the the, the, the social impact of making sure we're st- storytelling. Okay. Our influence to change people's lives and mindsets. So you talk about your brand being a luxury brand. Right. And we have a campaign that is, uh, our campaign is mental health is not a luxury, it's a priority. Right. So tell me how you're taking... Um, because all of us want to look good. We want to have on these luxury brands. Right. We're wearing these luxury, or they're wearing these luxury brands, but it means nothing to them in substance. Right. Tell me how Brain Love sort of changes that outlook on wearing luxury as well as feeling luxury inside. Well, I think first and foremost, I think like a lot of times people don't realize the customer is changing. Right. People don't just want just luxury pieces. They want some right. type of meaning to it. Right? Yeah. But most of your brands that have meaning to them, not really like high quality pieces. They're just like, you know, in your everyday wear, just get your T-shirt, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, so for us is, for me especially, like I love high quality pieces. Yes. Right. I like to look good. I like to dress fly. Look, right. You know what I mean? So why not create something that aligns to what everybody believes in? Mm-hmm. Right. People still want to be fly. But people are still changing their psyche around how they want to align with brands now. Yeah. They want brands to be more involved in the community. They want brands to have more right. impact. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why not be a brand that is using that, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of brands in the world, like your bigger brands, like your Kiffs, your AOD, your Louis Vuittons, they have so much influence. Right. So just to think about it, the, those brands utilize, utilize their, their influence mm-hmm. to kind of help change stereotypes around just the world in general. You know what I mean? So like Different that's place. like yeah, like that's our like our focus and our impact, right? Is yeah. to be a brand of influence, but also using influence to kind of help change people's mindsets and honestly helping them evolve. Okay, so dope. What influences you? My family. Why? My family has always been there for me. Okay. Like so, my first company, uh, which was Wear Brams, um, that was based on my grandmother. Right. Okay. That was my foundation of being an entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. So coming from that thought process without my family being there and motivating me, inspiring me to be someone more than what I'm taught to be, right. especially as a black man in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my motivation. That's my inspiration. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think for me now, in the space I am now, building more relationships, connecting to more people, it's like, why not try to use my influence that I have to help motivate and inspire individuals that maybe want to be in my shoes or yeah. maybe want to do something or maybe afraid to step out that comfort zone and get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like we all have the ability to be great. You know, this what is I mean? true. Yeah. But we're not taught what that means and what that, what it takes to be great. 
So with Brain Love and it not just being a brand and it having a social impact, how are you influencing young men who want to aspire to be entrepreneurs or want to start a clothing brand? How what it, what are some of the skills or tips or tools that you want to provide to another young brother or young sister who's thinking about going into this entrepreneurship? Yeah, world? so like we were already doing it right now. So we we have a we're working with um Humble Hustler um and Gucci right now. Okay, we the eight week accelerator program. Awesome. Um, for boys from 14 to 24 to teach them how to build a brand which they already have mm-hmm. and how they can scale it not just from a financial standpoint but from relationships from mentality to how do you do pivot how you push Perfect. forward um, and then from brain love side we are in the process of like trying to figure out how I really want to partner with my high school Storm Island High School on the east side okay. um, and create Shout a out. brain love ideation think tank where we can have young boys young ladies um, take the time just to be in the moment to create something. Right. Right. Without the stresses of trying to make money. Like just the idea and what oh, it really creating. takes to just take the idea and actually bring it to life. Right. Okay. So yeah. for us, it's like not really just talking about it, but also being in the trenches in the community and actually give these skills back. And I'm always speaking. Like I love to speak. I, get, well, I guess I can't say yesterday because we didn't know. There, but I always <laughs> speak and like try to have conversations with uh, you know nonprofits, things of that nature when it comes to youth and figuring out. Because a lot of times I was there before. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a lot of times people don't have individuals the foundation, in the corner yeah. to that help can push them get, them get there. Level. You know what I mean? Especially in the inner city or in yeah. the hood. You know what I mean? So why not be someone that's able to kind of go back in and, and give those tools. Great segue, a bridge to life. So you're providing this bridge for individuals who may have this idea. What was that for you? Like when you had that thought and you were like, oh, I think this would be the that thought. Like how many thoughts did you have before you actually acted on an, a thought? And when you acted on that thought, how many actions did it take for that thought to come to fruition? So well, for like, Brain Love, Brain Love is, is a unique situation because Brain Love, we just launched like, in September or September so it's October, it's very fresh, very new, very very. It's a fresh. newborn. It's a newborn. It's a newborn. <laughs> moving very fast. Okay. Right? Um, but it came from my transition from my my last company. Got you. So my last company that was my 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 true my baby baby. Okay. Right. But when I realized that that baby was basically given away, being given away to someone to the just like not being here anymore. Okay. Um, it took me a lot to kind of recalibrate my mind. It's like, what's next for me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I had a mental space where I had not understanding like where I was going. Okay. Like, what's my next step? You know what I mean? So for me, that's why the whole thought process of faith and mindset, gotcha. I had to do that myself, right? But in that to. transition from your old company, company to the new, to new one. Company. Okay. I had to because I didn't know. I didn't. I was confused. Were like, you by yourself with the old company? Partner, had another partner. So you came all the way into something before you had somebody that so you could a pick a brain company. with? Yeah, I had a whole company for five, six years. It was an yeah, established company. Yeah, very, very. So it was in Nordstrom Lehman Markets. So we were very, very established. Okay. So from there, my transition was like, I was confused and honestly upset with God because I was just like, How? I Why? sacrificed everything mm. for this company. And basically you're saying that I got to take a step. I got to basically give this up, essentially, or give, or, or stop it, essentially. You know what I mean? So I had to talk to God to get a better understanding of like, okay. Where are you taking me? Where are you taking yeah. me? Because <laughs> I thought go. we were here. I thought we was here. I thought, <laughs> I thought we made it this already. This is what you wanted yeah. me to do. So like, I'm, I gave it all. So right. like, now I'm confused. Now I'm upset, mm-hmm. honestly, with him. Be real with you. Be real with yourself. I'm upset. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like confused a little bit. In that confusion, of course, I'm sure there were feelings of doubt. 
feelings of depression that I've worked so hard for five, six, seven years because I'm sure before that business launch, you worked for so many years trying right. to get it launched. Did it feel like it? you were going through grieving, losing that other organization oh, yeah, yeah. while still trying to build a new one, or did you have some space in between there? Yes and no. Okay. Right? Because for me, it's my full-time job. Right. Which is my company. Which so, my you, job. so it's like... I don't have time. I don't have time. Mm. Right? But I try to get my space creatively to make sure that I'm building something impactful. Okay. Right? But I think God works in mysterious ways. Where he does. sometimes people take years before they kind of create an idea or they have an idea. They want to mold it to be the idea they want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So the idea was just like, oh, OK, let me make sure. Let me make sure this is an idea, because essentially the company was hopefully called Brainchild. But it's crazy. It happened where someone had the had name, the already. name already. But then after that, I was like, what am I supposed I like, to do? What? Mm hmm. I literally created a whole collection. It was done. It was done. So with I, Brainchild? Brainchild. Like it was, I basically built the company like in August. It was done. August 2023. It was done. Wait, Brain Love launched in 20. I know, so but Brain, brain Love. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, built it. Like I had the collection already done. I had the pieces already ready to go. I was making samples. Right. Everything. But Brain Love launched in September. Yeah, so I had to change the name. I changed the name literally like three weeks after that. So I had to change the, the paperwork, all that, because they had the name already. But before that happened, I was just like, I was talking to God mm-hmm, again. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, are you testing me again? I'm like, why you keep testing me? Like, Everything. you test me so many times. And I'm like, okay. So for me, it, it, to answer your question, it was frustrating. But okay. for me, it's like, I don't have no choice. I have to push forward. I have to figure it out. And I have to kind of, honestly, have to pay attention to what God's telling me. God's telling me that, honestly, that name wasn't for you. I have a better name for you, and then as and then that's from when I when I'm thinking about another name. Now I'm thinking about it too in depth. Yeah, I'm like, okay, what should I call it? It's not coming to it's you organically. Coming. So now I'm you're trying to, to force people. it. I'm trying to force it. Yeah, because I had brain love for okay. a second. I was like, ah, mm, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the same yeah. as brain <laughs> It didn't was, taste as well. It didn't taste yeah, the same yeah, way. yeah. Then I was talking to my homies. I was like, bro, I think maybe brain love may be it. Mm. So I kept just kept listening to it. Kept listening to. It. I was like, man, forget it. I'm just gonna do it. Okay. So. When launching, when thinking about Brainchild, was your social pact on mental health still in yes. in mind when Brainchild was? That's there? why I wanted to. I didn't want to change the name because of the, the meaning of the it. meaning of mm-hmm. it. The meaning didn't change. The meaning was the same, right? Okay. You know what I mean? It was a, the whole thought process because it came from. So what I was I was, I was listening to a, a Warren Buffett um, interview. Okay. And what sparked it was the fact that he was talking about like people. When they get to the point when they get success, they mm. don't evolve, right? Their mental is messed up. Mm-hmm. Like nothing changes. Nothing grows. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they forget about the faith side of things. And they forget about how they need to change their mindset consistently. Yes. Like just because you get to the bag and you have success, that doesn't mean that you've won. You're, yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's not an end. It's you not It's mean? not a race. It's a marathon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. So for me, it's like our customers range, right? You mm-hmm. have people that understand where they want to go. Right? right, you have individuals that don't understand, but they know where they want to go. Right, yeah, people that are, might be already there. Right, but at the end of the day, those three people all have the same mission: is how do I get how do better? I get there? How do I better. get? How do I get better? How do yeah. I evolve? And whatever form of better is for you, that's your form of better. Everybody has their own form of success, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we can't evolve to a better form of success. It's just like Dragon Ball Z. Like there was never a in to him yeah. getting better or evolving. Mm-mm. There's so many versions of Goku. 
You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Why there can't be so many versions of us? So stand right there. How many versions of you have there been? Or will they? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep it PG. (laughs) Man, um, I'll say like five, five, six. Identified five that you know of, right? Because there's, we're always evolving and changing. Every time you change your age, you change. Every time you experience something new, you sort of evolve. And, five, but right? I'm going to work backwards. Okay. So I think this year I've, I've evolved twice. In, in? In 2023 alone. 11 months. Yes. You've evolved twice. twice. I've evolved from coming from wear brims. Okay. And evolving from that situation. Mm-hmm. Now I've evolved to brain love. Mm-hmm. And changing my psyche of like how I want to be perceived, okay. not just from the brand perspective, from my perspective, right? What yeah. impact do I really want to leave on the world and my legacy? Because I've always been focused on my legacy. Okay, but I think my legacy was connected to people, my company. Oh, now my legacy is connected to myself and my family. My companies is this. What's the difference? The difference what's the, is what's what's your because I don't care about. I don't have to leave a company to my family. I want to be able to leave resources and and um, hmm. relationships, right? Because those are bigger than the those company. Those are bigger than the company. Right? I can always build a company. Yeah. If I have resources, I can always give my, my brother and my son resources to build a company. Yeah. We're quicker than the average person because that's what white people do better. Mm-hmm. They have resources. So when they come, when they have an idea, it doesn't take them that long to build the idea. Right. If you don't have resources, it take you five to six years. That's why my company took long so long to because get you didn't have that, resources had that you, were, resources. you were thinking about the company and not necessarily right not versus the resources in myself that can build the company my friend one of my homegirls shout out to Amon. she told me when i was going through the situation uh, my business partner she was just like yo like you're thinking about brain where, where brims is you no you're where brims mm-hmm. You, you have everything. Think. You have everything you had when building Wear Brims. Exactly. It, did, it, it didn't go away when Wear Brims went away. No, it didn't. It, it still was in you. So speaking, staying right there and thinking about younger siblings, younger cousins, um, either older siblings or older cousins, like that intergenerational curse that we've been wearing on our shoulders with pride. Like I'm a chase a bag, chasing right. this bag. Like the bag is what I'm supposed to have. What can you give to others who are listening to us today about? what to chase, how to chase, when to chase, so that we can try to break some of these intergenerational curses that we are so stuck on, I'm going to chase this bag. And what does that mean? Because if you would have been chasing a bag, you would have still been trying to chase where brims. Right. But realizing that that bag is within you, so right. you don't have to chase anything. Right. I mean, I think essentially it's it's chasing what makes you happy, what mm. makes you joyful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we're in a, we're in a day, in, day and time now where... You can make money on your joy and happiness, right? You know what I'm saying, and but you gotta also there's phases to it, right? Mm-hmm. When you first start a company, you ain't making no money, so you shouldn't be focused on the money. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We get especially we get so being caught black up. entrepreneurs when we find a clue. Oh, I got. Let me get to the check. Let me mm-hmm. get the check. Where is like, the check? Where is the? Why check? my check not that big? Right. right. Also, let me go. Let me go back. It's actually locking into God first. Okay. Because God has a journey for all of us. That's he it. has a plan for what he wants you to do. A lot of times we don't listen to what his plan is. We're going outside of that plan. Hmm. For example, like I say, speak for a corporate person. You may be getting fired for every single job that you're working on, right? Mm -hmm. And then you may interview this one job. It may not be the one that you want, but you get it. Mm -hmm. But rather than taking that job, you say, nah, I'm going to keep interviewing because I want this particular area of interest. God may be telling you, maybe you should pivot 
to another Maybe area. Maybe it's time to pivot. That's the signs. When I first started wearing brims, I kept losing jobs. Hmm. And I was understanding, like, I've made six figures. Like, why I keep losing these jobs? Like, what's going on? Because he wanted you to focus on something different. He wanted me to focus different. on wearing brims at yeah. the time. And I was fighting it. I was struggling. And even if you listen to So him, did you want to be an entrepreneur? I'm not saying I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. I was... I wasn't ready to go in just yet. Okay. I was forced in. Okay. Oh. Honestly. Because you got fired? Yeah. <laughs> I got fired. So I had to make it work. You know what I mean? So what kind of drive? So while you were working, you were still building that brand, right? Yeah. Different drive from when you got fired than oh, when you were working. Drive because now you got to eat. But that doesn't mean that you're eating right then, though. Tell me, tell me that transition from not from losing your plate your job mm-hmm. to realizing you need to build a plate. Right. Cause now your plate is a whole empty. different beast because it's now you, now you are, people are relying on you mm-hmm. to hustle harder essentially. You know what I mean? So that's why I always, is it a, people relying? Or are you relying? Why do you both. think you think people think are relying both. on you? I think it's both. Right. Okay. You have a family or girlfriend True. or whatever. Yeah. You want to be a provider. You want to do these things. You want whatever that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. You got to be that person. So that's some type of motivation for you to go harder. Like I literally was in a that's gathering spot drive. every single day back in like what, 2016, 2018, like just grinding, like yeah. relationships, building, creating, like doing all those things. And then you come back forward to now where it's just like that's a part mm-hmm. of life. That's a part of the journey. So like for people that are trying to figure it out, you have to tap into what you're supposed to be doing because right. you're going to always try to fight it if it's something that you're not trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. For people that are struggling on trying to figure out what's my passion, it's like, have you really talked to God or whatever you believe in? Have you talked to that person to figure out what you're supposed to be doing? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. most people are just doing it just because they be doing it because they have the opportunity. There's the opportunity, but there's also a purpose at the same time. There's a lot of um, transitions that happen when growing a business. And many times in that transition, there are moments that it's not so great. Um, where you're not eating or where there's no money being made. Right. Tell me how you um, build a foundation to deal with your self-care and your mental space to get through those transition periods where it doesn't seem like it's working, um, but you got to keep moving so that it does work. So how do you deal with those transition pieces? Period. I, mean, I think it's in the moment of situation. Okay. I, I'm still having those moments where, because now we're in a transition of new company. Yeah. I'm not paying myself. That's, that's a sacrifice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have to figure out other ways to make money. Like I do consulting as well. So like it's finding a balance, but there is sometimes there's stressors, right? Right. That's why the foundation has to be solid. You got to have a foundation. You got to have your family, like my family, my fiance. Okay. Those are my foundations, but also like the gym. Like I do mm-hmm. Muay Thai. That's my safe space. Okay. You know what I mean? So like that's when you can let it knows, out. Yeah. When six o'clock comes around, I'm at the gym. I'm probably at the gym from like six to eight. Okay. Like just training. You got to give yourself that. I got to give myself the space because if I don't, then it's going to be hard to maintain it even in the business. Right. Because now I'm thinking about money. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Being an entrepreneur is very hard because there's going to be times where you're not going to get paid. Right. And you have to figure out how to hustle. You know what I mean? In between times, right. And honestly, I've gotten tired of hustling, to be honest with you. But that's where you have to understand that the journey is really sometimes it's not on your time. The journey is not on your time all the time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you got to figure out a way to, okay, how do I 
be aligned to my journey, knowing I'm not getting paid for this journey, but also knowing that people looking at what we're doing now, it's like, oh man, you got SACs coming up, you got Bloomingdale's coming up. It's like things are good. They're good, but they're still more work. Still, to be yeah. Done. You know what I mean? Don't let that shiny star stop you, right? right? Once you get to, like, I, I remember when I was in um, elementary school, and remember the star chart, if you would make so many stars, I don't I'm older than a lot of kids, so <laughs> I'm sorry. We had a star chart, right, back in the day. And every little thing that you did, it was a point Perfect reward. It was a reward system, Perfect right? And so many, he's trying to say he's the same age, but I get it. Um but once you hit a certain level, you were like, I'm the top student, right? I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to keep building myself. I'm I'm that one, right? When growing a business, it's a continuous build on you yourself can, you, and on you in yourself. Stars, you may get checks. You may get denials. Like That's yeah. the piece I want to uh, hit in. Like those denial pieces, weighing the... Sometimes a deny is a blessing, right? Because you weren't supposed to be in that. But no, how I'll do say you say denials turn into opportunities? Come with it. Because denials are just denials in that moment. Denials can you can always go back to a denial. If someone tells me no, that's not a no. Mm-hmm. It's a not right now. It's not right now. Yeah. For majority of the time, if someone tells me no, they end up coming back around. Hmm. They end up coming back around. Yeah. Because they realize what the the impact that you are having right. and how they can now benefit from you. Exactly. So what it is is that a so when they do come back around, right? That means we're ready. Okay. Ready to make it happen. That means that we wouldn't. The guy was telling us that that's not our time mm-hmm. because that opportunity may be too big for us, or it might not be the right time for us. You know what I mean? So opportunity for, too big for you. It can opportunity can be too big for you because talk about that when so we're speaking to young people on wanting to start entrepreneurship or getting to entrepreneurship. What does it mean by opportunity may be too big for you? Like you're not ready for that type of opportunity right now. Perfect example. You may have an opportunity for with a big retailer. Mm -hmm. A retailer may say, "Hey, we want to put you guys in fifty thousand fifty stores." Right. You may not have the finances to do that to produce that many products. Right. So. You either say, hey, right now might not be the right time for us. We just want to make sure we keep, we want to sustain it. You got to think about sustaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to just be in there for the moment. When I think about opportunities, I want to be in there for the long haul. Right. Right? So either I'm going to negotiate with them and say, hey, rather than 50 stores, can we do three? Mm-hmm. So cause we just want to make sure we maintain and we are able to um, give you guys the best products right. possible. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, so you don't want to go after that. It's not the bag, right? You no, You don't need bag. because... Once you chase that bag, now you're watered down your your brand right. by chasing that bag, going too big too fast because you're not ready. You don't have the personnel. You don't right. have the production just, company, all of that. Team, That's what I'm right. going to be able to sustain that? Then you're going to make yourself look worse. In you're the not going to come back to you again. Because you can't. Because you messed up the first yeah. time. You don't only get one opportunity with a retailer. One. One. Unless you just have a great relationship with them. So going back to building resources for your families, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't get that big opportunity, how do you maintain that relationship with that company? Even if you can't get that one in, right? You've now met them. They've now engaged with you about your brand. How do you keep them informed about your brand if the time is not right now for that opportunity? Up, like maybe lunch dates, um, meetings. Like okay. Perfect example. When Shout out to Atlanta Fashion Week. Um, Angela Watts, um, we had an opportunity to do a pop-up with Bloomingdale's. Okay. And my back, in the back of my mind, my thought process is everyone is going to be pitching the same thing, mm-hmm. which is I want to be in Bloomingdale's. Mm-hmm. How do I right. get on the racks, right? How do I get on the racks? Mm-hmm. My thought process is how do we 
show our social impact and our value to Bloomingdale's and how we can help them. Totally different. Reach their employees. Because now you're not thinking retailer. You're thinking foundation. Because most most large corporations have a foundational piece to them. They don't need you at all. But when they see that you have a different, you're not just a brand. You're not just trying to get a dollar. You're actually trying to have an impact in individuals. That puts you in a different bucket. Right. Because I even told him, I said, hey, because my plan worked. When we had a conversation, they reached out. They said, we love what you got going on. I said, hey, we wasn't originally, essentially wanted to. Um, our goal was to be, be in the store just yet. Mm-hmm. Our goal was to figure out how we can partner with you guys to help you change the narrative within the mental health space within you guys' organizations. And it was like, oh, yeah, we Wait, love that. We, yeah, we, we want to talk to you. Now you're not coming after an opportunity for money. Right. Now you're providing something different for not so, only for... And we genuinely want to do it. You know what I'm saying? We genuinely want to figure out a way. They should at least say, hey, we have resources in, resources that we want to utilize, and we, we want to be able to do more. What are those resources you bring to a corporate organization about mental health? Sounds a shame. Ha! Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> no, I think... Working with Sounds of Shame, yes. we, 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 and I think it's challenging myself as a CEO is to become more knowledgeable in the mental health space. Perfect. Right? Being able to speak to it, being mm-hmm. able to, honestly challenging my own self and my personal life, what am I doing on a daily day basis? Um, to take care of your mental health. To take care health. of myself and my mental. Right. I think for me, even myself, it's just, my goal is to be so aware mm. as possible. Because if I'm aware, I'm always able to see my flaws or see things that come my way. Not only are you aware to see your flaws, but you're aware to inform your um, constituents of brain love. You're there to educate them. Because many times we think of, um, I'm sure this person knows this, most people don't know. Most people have no idea what it means to take care of your mental health and what it means to have self-care and what it means to have self-love and what it means to love your brain actually. And so um, when we think about like having diseases or physical um, health conditions, we can see them, right? right? So we know how to love on them or how to go around them and navigate so that we're not continuously hurting themselves. With the brain, you can't see that. With and mental my, health, you can't see that. And then kind of that line, like, so my true connectivity to this is my dad had a mental breakdown when I was three. So my dad was in the nation of Islam and he couldn't handle those, the the, the the issues that was lining back to his personal life. Okay. He walked out. So I, my mom has always taught me that that is something that's a part of you. Mm-hmm. My family on my dad's side have all had issues with drug abuse, okay. mental health issues, okay. mental health disease. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She always said, hey, you have to be conscious of how you react to situations. Because, because you, you have react this. to situations, then you may have issues mm-hmm. let's fast forward to my when me and my business partner split those things came up ah. that was a situation where i broke down i didn't know how to handle it right but because i was aware i was able to get myself back in place you know what i mean and that's the whole formation of why i was like yo this is i think this is something that makes sense because mm-hmm. we're not taught how to handle our emotions right when something is not going the way we want it to go, especially when you sacrifice so much. When people give everything, that's when things go downhill. Yeah. They don't go their way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I could have been a I could have been my dad. People don't understand. Like I Easily. Still can I, I still the, can switch and I, shift. This is the same situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like my dad broke down, had a mental breakdown because something didn't go his way. Right. 
something to go my way. And you had that I could, same breakdown. I, could have had this, I had the same breakdown, but I was able you to could have responded. Back, yeah. Respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think people don't realize, like, people say, oh, where Browns is this, this, this. I, that was something that was everything to me. Yeah. Everything. I was yeah. full time for six years. Yeah. Didn't get paid what I really should have gotten paid. But at the end of the day, it's all about sacrifice. That's mm-hmm. what entrepreneur is. You know what I mean? So right. for me, I think that I'm a very strong individual, but also I had to realize too, it's like, you gotta teach yourself to be that. Okay. You gotta teach yourself how do you put yourself in a situation to have that. You spoke of your mom making you aware of your dad's illnesses or your dad's flaws mm-hmm. or your dad's um, challenges in life. Um, and your dad was not around. Right. Making you aware of your your mom silenced the silenced the shame around your dad's yeah. mental health challenges right. by making you aware and giving you those tools that place you at a different playing field, right? Right. How do we get our young people to understand that genetics matter? Yeah, for sure. Environments matter. Matter. They shape who you are. Your circles matter. Like being aware of your surroundings and being aware of your uh, history, mm-hmm. of your family history, whether it's mental illness, physical illness, like whatever it is. Like if, when you go to the doctor, right, and they say um, how many people in your family oh, yeah. have had heart disease or had, you know, diabetes, they don't ever ask how many people in your family have had a mental health illness right. to be able to support you because genetics are strong. Oh, and sure. I, my dad struggled with, rest in peace, with drug addiction. And so I used to tell people all the time, I have a crack gene. Right now. You know what I mean? I like, I, ha- I have a crack gene. Like, I have to be well aware of what I'm putting in my body because right. I never know when it may shift to addiction, right? right? Because I know that addiction runs very heavily right. on my father's Same side here. and my mother's side. Same. Like, we have an alcoholic addiction on my mother's side, but I need, I need to understand that and be aware of that so that I know how to properly provide myself with the tools and skills. So your mom making you aware and you hitting that moment did you, because your mom made you aware, did you build skills in your life to when that moment hit, you were prepared? Or when, or did you become prepared when that moment hit? Like, did it, oh, okay. I think I was prepared, but then the moment you don't, you forget all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what <laughs> like I was going to say, I'm thinking right, about right. what I learned. Yeah. But I, but I think in that moment, I had my fiance. My fiance was able to ground me and say, I remember just like yesterday where I remember having a conversation with my business partner and not going the way I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I get back to the crib and I break down because for me it's like what's breaking down for you? Like crying, speak it. Like I'm crying. Like I'm on the ground, like knees. Like I'm I'm not understanding what's going on. Yeah, I'm trying to process it. Yeah, but it's hard to process mm-hmm. because when you love something, which is my company. Yeah, like you give it all. It's just like a breakup. Right. Basically, that's what like you're breaking up. Essentially, you had a heartbreak. I had a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Essentially, so but my fiance was there to console me to say, "Yo, like it's not the you, end. You basically did this. You can do it again, and it's not. You don't want to. You want to hear it, but it ain't but the time right now. Right, right. Because I want, you know I want that back. I, you know I, I mean? That was my. I so did it that. Took right. Took me a minute to cal- like calculate in my head that this phase in my journey is done. Okay. Like at least a month. But your journey is not done. My journey is not done, but this phase of my life is done. Mm. Right, and this is a this is a phase in my life where I learned everything I need to know to take it to the next level. You had to go through that to I get had to the. To. You had to have that hurt. You had to be yeah. able. 
this may because be you spoke you speak on faith a lot and God and you believe in, in that God orders your steps right and if there's steps to life you got to know that this step has ended right but what I learned in this step comes with me and right. that's what your fiance was trying to teach you what is it about your fiance and about your mom and about your family that that support and your faith in God holds you to be able to bring bring love to life I think I'm, I want to go back because I want people to kind of I don't want I just want to make sure that it took me a minute to get this faith thank you down like okay it, it, I didn't always I had I struggled with my faith okay because essentially so my my dad had a mental breakdown from Nation Islam, mm-hmm. so I struggled with that side of me. Mm-hmm. Then my grandparents weren't the best to my mother, so I struggled with Christianity. Okay. Right? So it took me a minute. So you were to, battling with I was all battling right. both. I was always spiritual, mm-hmm. but I was always trying to figure out, like, what what's my calling? Mm-hmm. And I just realized at the end of the day, it's like, God is my calling. There's a, there's this God. That's my faith. So even when it, the situation happened with my, 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 my company, okay, I had to rebuild that relationship with God. Again, because you questioned him, I questioned him. I'm sure I had to have that conversation with him first before I even made any initial steps. Was that where your faith got stronger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God gave me a he's he showed me a a, a sign. He showed me what my next steps was. And now did it take me a second to understand that? Yeah, Yeah. but I kind of understood that. Okay, once you got out of that darkness, once you got off the floor and wiped your eyes and yeah baby fed you a little bit more it's time to go yeah how hard did you go after that hard like because at the end of the day it's like now i gotta eat Mm -hmm. now i'm thinking about now i'm transitioning now when people say are you a designer i'm not a designer Hmm. i'm a ceo it's a difference big difference because i'm I'm building a company not a brand not a brand i am my brand that's why i told you beforehand it's like my my legacy is not connected to giving something back it's about my legacy. It's about how to build. My family. Mm-hmm. How do we build? Mm-hmm. How do we create? The, teaching them to teaching build. Them to build so it's, it's like when instead of um, giving a man a fish, you teach him how to fish, and right. now he has that skill for the rest of his life. Like, and can I feed think his we're family. taught like even you. I'm not sure you've ever seen like, when people when black companies sell. Mm-hmm. People, it's always an upward. Why? Yeah. Why are you selling? Why are you people doing this? Yeah. That's the opportunity to get to to change their foundation. Mm-hmm. But once you got money, that becomes power. Once you have power. You can change it. You can impact. You can't impact anybody's life without no money. Mm-mm. I think we got to remember that you can't You can't do that. So for me now, it's like it's it's about creating a business, creating a product that aligns to our community and our customer that allows us to grow and scale. And if the opportunity presents itself where we can exit, then by all means, yeah. well, that may happen. Yeah. I'm not going to. But now you brands, know how to exit. Right. So where Brims is like, oh, I want to pass this down. Yeah. Now I thought like, that was going to be what I passed down. No, nah, it's not about passing something down because my kids might not even want it. And next generation might not even want to wear you know that, that brand. So that's you have to dr- think that's about. My, that's my dream. That was yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we get so caught up. Like, oh, I need to, we need to build this company so we can pass it to our kids. Kids can have it. That's not always the case because your kids going to have their own place. They have their, their own, own dreams. mind and mm-hmm. their own dreams and who mm-hmm. they are. They only get that from me. So if they, if they my son and my daughter. They're going to have that those dreams and right. aspirations to right. be something better than what they thought they was going to be. That's how they're going to be taught. From day I mean? one. From day one. So for me to say, hey, I need to build this company and pass it down, that's selfish. Yeah. Because they might not even want it. My my job is to build something to potentially build a foundation so I can have power. So that you so can So now change. I can change yeah. people's lives. Yeah. All right, Archie, you've been dropping gems today. <laughs> I, I really appreciate this conversation because so many of our young people, like my son, 
don't want to go to college and they want to build a brand and some and social media has now made it to where you can build a brand by recording yourself and doing vlogs and it seems to be so easy to become an entrepreneur right. than going the route that many of us were taught right. back in the days go right. to college get a degree and then you get a great job right what's some advice for a young person or an older person who may want to break into this um, that you would like to give them when shifting your perspective about life. So I'm gonna say this: I love college. I feel like college. I had a guy. I had a good I had time. A good <laughs> I have a different perspective when it comes. I'm gonna hit both sides. Okay. So for the individuals that are thinking about college and don't want to go to college, college is not for you to build a career in my mm, mind. It's a network building. It's a networking. It's a it's to see who you are. It's to build lifetime friendships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know y'all pay money for it, and I understand that. But, like, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to go to college and you, and you do it to the best of your abilities, I think that you can gain so much from it. Yeah. I've gained 15-year friendships from from my college. Indeed. I've gained relationships. I've gained – I'm still connected to my school. I do a lot for them. Mm-hmm. I'm with the brand. Awesome. The last brand. You know what I mean? So – I have a different perspective. Like I, I think that Same should, here. I think you should go to college if you have the opportunity to, because and if these, especially HBCUs, were built for us to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, they were built for us to create community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And feel now, and feel safe in that community, right? Right. If you have the opportunity to not go to college, you have something special that you built. Then yes. But I, what I want to tell people is that don't sit here and try to force to build something mm-hmm. because you don't want to go to college. You know what I mean? Because speak. At, at the end of the day, it's like no one's business is promise. Yeah. But that degree is promised. Yeah. You know what I mean? And of course, we're in a different world now where you don't have to have a degree to get make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you don't know yourself and you're still struggling with trying to find yourself, college is that space to find. But I'll say this. You can't go into college trying to find yourself because you're not trying to actually do things in college. Yeah. I had a conversation with my brothers like, you can't go to college if you're not going to do if you're not gonna, If you're in college and you're not doing anything, you're not going to find yourself. You're not going to find it. You're just going to be yeah. doing the same stuff. You're just still in high school. You know what I mean? Right, right. But for the individual... For someone that is our age or whatever older and look, they're trying to find that passion or trying to be entrepreneurs. You gotta find that. You gotta find that brand that makes the best sense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You gotta find that idea that makes the best sense. Do your research. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. lock into your faith. Let yeah. God show you that way. Guide you. You know what I'm saying? By also doing a tangible research on the industry and mm-hmm. what that looks like mm-hmm. and figure out what that. What so that, you still gotta go to school. 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 That's YouTube school. Right, that's right, school. right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> Yahoo school. iPhone University, iPhone right? University. You gotta do something. You can't just, you gotta continue to get better. It's, it's still just a like, growth. It's just like if you're hooping. If you wanna yeah. be the best hooper in the world, you, you gotta, gotta practice your skills every single day. And you have to get a trainer. You have to get someone that's been. In it, you get you a mentor. Same thing. You gotta always evolve. You gotta always check yourself. I check. I check myself all the time. It's like, how do I get better? How do I speak better? How do I have? How do I be able to tell my story more efficiently Mm -hmm. and more effectively? You know what I mean? So you gotta constantly do it. Yeah, all the time. You're constantly growing. Right. You you've never grown. It's it's always an evolution. evolution. It never stops. Like I have to inform. Like. My children, they're like, you act this way last year, and this. I was like, last year, that was last year's I'm life. Like, this is a whole different, it's a whole new year. I'm much swagger now. That's a whole hello, you know like really, like, and you have to teach them how to have mask, right? Because there's certain places that you put on and pull off your mask, right? Tell us how you deal with being you but still having to be CEO, right? How do you still be, stay within your individuality, um, but still know that as a CEO, I have it's to hold myself. Crazy, you say that. So right? I remember having a conversation with Shanta, and I said, "Yo, I hate politics <laughs> because I'm for me, I hate the, I hate the bullcrap." Okay. 
<laughs> so, but Shanti was like, you got to play You have politics. to, yeah. If you want to be where you want to be, you have to play the politics. So for me, I realized that I'm going to be myself regardless. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna, this is what you're going to take. I'm going to be, and I I have evolved. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to take nothing. Like, I'm not going to take no crap. That's just what it's going to be. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I've done that in the past, and I'm not doing that again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you got to be authentically yourself. Like, that's what makes you, that's what makes me special. That's, that's what makes what you makes different. That's what makes me aligned to uh, different individuals or right. relationships because of who I am and because I'm, I am myself. Mm-hmm. I want to be myself. I'm very, very goofy. But I'm also very, very serious when it comes to my business and the money. Right. You know what I mean? I try to merge those together. You know what I'm saying? So you can see the authentic side of me, but you can also see the passion and, and the no seriousness yeah. side of me. Like when it comes to business, I know my stuff. I know my industry. I know how to build companies. I know how to do that. Right. That's, That's what it is. You know what I mean? So second for me, nature. at the like, end of the yeah. day, it's like I can only be myself to you. If I'm having conversations, I may have a do right going in the Zoom. <laughs> what you going to tell me no? I'm going to see you. <laughs> What, what, that don't change nothing. I'm, that know. doesn't change what's in my brain right. because of what I have on. They That's look it. On Everybody, yeah, <laughs> got you. They you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, I do it all the time. It depends on the situation, right? But like, I'm in a space now where Jay Z said, "I'm gonna be myself when I walk in the room. I don't wear. I'm not about to wear a suit because y'all want to wear a suit. You can wear a suit. That's cool." But I'm gonna be. If that's what me. you feel comfortable. I'm in, still gonna right? be flyer than you anyway. And I'm still gonna come in on my business. Exactly. It's, what, what I look like doesn't isn't who I am. Right. You like, still you have to you understand. Still be presentable. You still want to make sure you look. Teach good. the kids. You know what I mean. Teach them. But looking good is 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 subjective. Now. It is very. It's very subjective. You know what I mean. And, and what, I'm not in corporate. So don't and what think, we used to think as professional corporate life, nah, it's not that anymore. No. It's not that anymore. It, it has evolved. It has evolved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, companies that you don't have to wear a suit and stuff for the office anymore. All right. Archie, this was good. Ball power. Tell me. <laughs> I don't know what ball power he's talking about, but yeah. The brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have joined us for Silence and Shame podcast. Yes, you have dropped it. some gems. Tell the people how to reach you. What's up, guys? You're Archie Clay III. Co-founder. Found, I'm sorry. There we Founder, go. <laughs> CEO of Brain Love. You can shop with us, www.brainlove.store. You can follow us on all social media platforms at brainlove underscore official. We'll be coming to Saks near you. We hope that you follow. We hope that you love our journey. And we're excited to change the world. Any events um, as it relates to mental health that Brain Love is doing or have coming up for the holidays or anything? So we got a big event that we're working on for May, in May of Mental Health Month. Okay, um, 2024. Shane will be a part of that as well Damn. with Bloomingdale's. So Bloomingdale's times... Brain Loves, Time Sounds of Shane coming very soon. It's going to be a big, big event. We'll be releasing our spring, summer collection there. So okay. we're super excited. Oh, man. Thank you, Archie, for joining us today. This was an amazing conversation. This was a great opportunity for new upcoming entrepreneurs to get some tools, some steps, some skills on how to navigate those waters. We would like to thank our sponsors, our listeners, our friends, our family for joining us for another Silence the Shame podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to our video because we need the views and we need the numbers but also remember to donate by texting silence to 707070 and always remember to take time to save a life by silencing the shame